Cave presents Me and My Shadow Mark IV, a Paranoia actual play podcast. Previously on Me and My Shadow Mark IV. Task Force 451 finally got down to the business of opening their crate of mission equipment and basking in the bounty of generosity provided to them by Friend Computer. Said bounty included a crate of anti-personnel landmines that turned out to be AI-controlled and very single-minded in their desire to get under the feet of traitors and do the job for which they were intended. Amidst the chaos and explosions, the team managed to find time for a friendly firefight over the possession of a green clearance doll, had an argument over things that may or may not have been roller skates, discovered that Liar had the upper body strength of a sickly kitten, played a tuba and had fun learning that different coloured grenades have different effects. At the end of all of this, they took the time to have Mark IV carry out the execution of a filthy, abhorrent mutant. No, not you, Sasha R. You have selflessly confessed your hideous genetic deviance to the computer before the mission. The scrub bot now is polishing Mark Fall's treads with some care and attention. And as he moves along the side, there's a, a sort of beeping sound from the bot, various lights flash on its head, and there's some beeping sounds from Mark IV, and a door on the side of Mark IV opens, and a ramp comes down, and the bot starts moving towards the ramp. Now inside Mark IV, you're guessing that's where the bot brain is, you know, a delicate piece of machinery that probably wire wool doesn't play particularly well with. Uh, excuse me, uh, uh, cleaning bot, uh, what are you attempting to do? I'm attempting to clean the interior of Mark IV. The, the interior of Mark IV does not require cleaning, it is uh, sealed and airtight. Except for now, when you opened it, which is a bad thing. Is it your opinion? It is my opinion. Would you would you report to me for inspection? I think you need inspected. Then come inspect me. I'm going to shoot the cleaning bot again. <laughs> okay, <laughs> go for it. Broke. Yeah. Sasha lets rip with his laser pistol and yeah. hits the side of the cleaning bot. At the same time, the cleaning bot, clearly intent in giving Tony a good inspection, has sprayed Tony with a load of what looks like oily gunk. Jude, would you like to do anything while this is all happening? While that's all happening, I'm just gonna see how everything unfolds. Excellent. Take a step back and watch. Yeah. Oh no! And then step back a little <laughs> bit further from everybody uh, and see what's going on. Bailey. Bailey is going to move towards the ramp and try to interpose himself between the bot and Mark IV. Okay, so Bailey gets between the ramp and he's kind of given all this. Um, Jude goes, oh dear, and steps back. 
Tony, you're kind of blinded by this oily muck that is, is covering you. Sasha, you hit the bot straight on. You strike its head and it kind of spins around. It makes that noise, you know, after D2 makes every time he gets shot. It shrieks and it slams into the wall near the, that, the clamshell doors and it falls on its side motionless. Uh, I would like to go over and inspect it. It has a hole in its head. There's sort of fizzing sparks coming from out that hole. One of its lights is shattered and all its limbs are sort of flopped down and it's not moving. Um, you can back as well by this point, Lee. Oh, hi, Mark. Task Force 451. The computer is your friend. Team leader. Laser fire detected in the hangar. Report. Absolutely. Uh, I believe uh, Bailey Arthur, they're wanting to see you. I'm not task leader. Oh, but you signed the paperwork. <laughs> As you do that, he closes the ramp while he's still inside Mark IV. <laughs> <laughs> On the side of the door, there are three buttons. There is a yellow one, a purple one, and a violet one. He's going to hit the violet one. <laughs> you hit the, the violet button. As you press it, you guys notice from outside, there's a load of compressed air just shoots down, and there's a hissing sound, and a sort of fog from inside the Mark IV. Automatic cleansing system in progress. What? <laughs> um, that doesn't sound good. <laughs> He's probably fine. I'm going to start running for the door. <laughs> Please report. Uh, friend computer, I'm trying. Uh, the team leader's trying to bar himself inside of the Mark IV warbot. Voice patterns recognized. Citizen Jude RTLL confirmed as team leader. Citizen Jude R, please report. <laughs> now! That sounds good. You all got it here. And uh, I'll run <laughs> I'll run off because I don't want to be treasonous. Where are you running to? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm going to run back to where we were debriefed uh, by Mr. <laughs> Blue. The large clamshell doors to the hangar are indeed closed at this moment. So while this happening, Tony, what are you doing? Covered in muck as you are. Um, I was going to run towards the door, but if they're clamped shut, I would like to check the bots. If, if I mean, I don't know what's going on, if I would be able to do this. I'd like to check the bots programming and see what it was planning on actually doing. Right. Excellent. You can connect one of your, your gizmos. And um, can you make a bot maintenance role, please? Uh, bot, uh, yeah. Bot, oh, bot ops and maintenance? Yeah, I've got bot programming as well. Yes, that's what I meant. Yeah, yeah, roll that. Zero. I will spend one point, my last point, uh, to make that a positive. Sasha, what are you doing while this is all happening? I'm watching all the carnage unfold, and I'm just muttering over and over again, we're in control, we've got this, everything's good, we're in control, we've got this, but I'm not actually going to help anybody. <laughs> Lee. Uh, does it look like the warbot is like gearing up to do something? Do I hear like uh, some kind of rising pressure noise, or is nothing going on? There's a lot of hissing coming from inside it because of the cleansing cycle. <laughs> well, I don't see why everyone's freaking out. Maybe people should just chill. I think I'm going to wander over to that crate, though the uh, equipment crate, and uh, if anything looks like it might explode, I'm jumping in that crate. 
Do you mean does anything look like it might explode in the crate or anything? No, might... it's the, like the warbot. So you're just gonna start emptying the crate so you can have it be your own little kind of porter coffin. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Or, or bunker, or bunker, or bunker. We yes. <laughs> right, Bailey. Inside the the warbot, it's very hard to see because of all this stuff uh, spraying down. What are you doing? Was I able to successfully close the ramp? No, the door and the ramp are still open. Still open. Uh, then I'm going to hit the yellow button. You hit the yellow button. The ramp retracts, but the door is still open. Can I quickly hit the purple button? Do you really want to hit the purple button? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, you press the purple button, and there's a jolt of electricity shoots into your arm. Your arm goes completely numb, and you're, you're, you're slightly dazed. You, um, your vision's swimming slightly. Jude, you're at the, the clamshell doors. Well, I can't get through them. Uh, so what I'm going to do, because probably the quickest way to get to the debriefing station is just to be uh, reanimated. I'm going to go up to the crate, grab a black grenade, uh, run over, uh, and uh, just pull it just underneath the uh, the warbot right next to the door where Bailey is standing, and just let it go off in my hand in proximity to him. Excellent. Can you roll violence for me? So that's a I rolled a four. You rolled a four. Okay, you managed to get this off successfully. You are showered in uh, curtains, probably the wrong word, but a flood of napalm. Yay. And um, Bailey, you're also exposed to said napalm. Now, ordinarily, if you weren't stunned and dazed, you could probably have nipped back into the, the Mark IV. As it is, you're now shrieking and on fire inside the Mark IV. Tony, you check the computer programming, uh, the bot's programming rather, and it appears that the bot is just on a standard cleaning cycle. But you do see from its records, this is an experimental R&D Uber cleaning bot. What kind of, what makes it Uber? Like, does it just have... Ah, you can't, you can't figure out its attitude. (laughs) You could, if you want, though, make another programming. Sure, I will do that. Okay, we'll come back to that in a minute. Um, I'm rolling. If this was D and I'd be rolling so good. <laughs> Sasha, I am going to. You know how they pipe in the haggis. Well, I'm taking my tuba thing, and I'm just going to start walking around the warbot playing my tuba. Okay, so you've never seen a musical instrument in your life, so you're walking along going round in a circle. <laughs> Round the uh, the warbot. Excellent, Lee. I look at my own camera and say, "Finally, the mutant unveils their musical tastes to the world." Okay, um, Jude, you're very much dead. <laughs> Yay, <laughs> Bailey, you are soon to be dead. However, um, you're still on fire. But would you like to do anything with your last moments? Um, S- scream. <laughs> <laughs> Hit that yellow button there... one more game. <laughs> Right. Is there anything? So you said there's like smoke kind of like filling the inside of this thing? There is. There's also now sprinklers have started. Okay. Well, if I'm on fire, then I'm going to just try to stand directly under a sprinkler. I'm going to hit the yellow button and see what happens. Okay. um, You hit 
and the yellow button. There's a lot of red lights now going inside the Mark IV. You notice as the sprinklers come on, there's a lot of electricity arcing around the Mark IV as well. Eventually, the fire subsides. There's a lot of jets start spraying out on you as well, and you've got the horrible, sticky part of napalm on you, but it actually seems to extinguish that. And you're still alive, but you're wounded. Okay. And you can kind of hobble around inside the Mark IV. Damn it. Tony, um, there's a sort of buzzing from your PDC and a big warning sign flashes up on it and it says, Intrusion detected. And then your PDC blows up in your hand. Oh no. It doesn't do you any damage. Imagine like an iPhone just like fizzling out. My PDC. Out. That's, yeah. <laughs> Sasha, you are giving a musical rendition. You can notice gun turrets following you as you move around. You do notice one of the gun turrets shakes slightly momentarily but then carries on following you. Lee? I think this is maybe my chance to get inside the warbot. Um, is there a chance for me to jump in there? Well, the door's there, so you can make a violence roll to try and pull yourself up. Let's try it. I got a 12, a uh, violence of five. Bailey, you look down and you can see Lee feebly trying, using his terrible upper body strength to try and pull himself up into the into the Mark IV. Um, Bailey, mm. uh, Lee, you can see Bailey kind of Slightly charred looking down at you. Bailey, what would you like to do? Bailey is just going to walk over and take the heel of his boot and just grind it into his hand. Give me your hand! <laughs> <laughs> Lee, you make a pathetic yelp, let go, and land in a heap on the ground. Tony. These people uh, weren't making so much noise and racket. I got the, you know, the alarm going off. I could have done something. I could have done something with this bot. I'm going to run to the back of that, uh, of the war machine. I'm going to try and launch myself in because I'm. I'm gonna like stepping on Lee trying to jump up. <laughs> <laughs> Bailey had to make all this racket and my, my PDC would still be intact. I think I'm gonna give him a perversity of plus one just for doing that. <laughs> you can you can make a violence so you can add plus three because you've got a ladder. Alright. <laughs> a fleshy ladder. <laughs> Man. In your excitement, you <laughs> managed to courier straight in to the side of Lee and basically knock him underneath the Mark IV. You kind of collapse uh, at the side of uh, the, the tread. At the same time, the tuba music stops and Sasha's head explodes. And um, Bailey, you're still sta <laughs> you're still standing there. Yeah, Sasha's head's just exploding. <laughs> Jude, you may, if you want, come back into the room at this point. No, I've I've gone to uh to, to the room where we were briefed. Uh, again, it was just a it was a quick fix, fast travel, so I could go report as team leader. <laughs> okay, um, so you 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 go to the uh, the briefing room. The briefing room door is shut, and you can hear inside the droning voice of Joseph B. Clearly briefing another group of troubleshooters. I will knock on the door. You bang on the door. After couple of seconds the door opens and one of the vulture goons is standing there he's probably about six eight and um, he looks broader in the, his armor and he's casually holding a neuro whip all right son what do you want uh, i've been told to report here uh because my presence was necessary by friend computer really yeah boy yeah. friend computer good day citizen at your service he cocks his head at you and says, all right, report. Uh, friend computer, uh, you asked me, team leader, to show up here uh, and, and report. Citizen Jude R., I asked you to report the situation, not to report uh, the briefing room. Uh, I do apologize. I'll make my way back down there. Uh, or I can debrief you here. 
Are you experiencing confusion, friend citizen? Uh, Are you no. under the influence of drugs, mutant powers, or secret oh, no, societies? No, no. Well, we did find a mutant, but did uh, you report but luckily, the mutant the Mark IV citizen? Warbot took care of it. Uh, to the Mark IV you Warbot. You did not report it. To I was the going to, but unfortunately, I was uh, become by napalm. Uh, and that prevented my what is your immediate reporting. Of the situation, uh, citizen? Last I left it, someone had gotten into the warbot, uh, and I tried to prevent them from going deeper. Someone was playing uh, some tubes and valves as it was some sort of musical instrument. Uh, another person was, I believe, hacking into one of the cleaning bots. Uh, I was going to stop them after I had stopped the person who had intruded into the warbot, but my untimely demise unfortunately prevented me from doing that. And then uh, another individual, uh, I believe, was just gawking, uh, but previously had tried to get into the warbot um, and was probably going to try and do that too. Uh, but again, I I'm not there at this current time. What is the situation with your team? Uh, I believe my team is made up of traitors, mutants, and uh, <laughs> ne'er-do-well. Now, we're going to flash back to the hangar briefly. Now, underneath the warbot, lying in a heap, are Tony R and Lee R. So, I, I'm kind of on top of Lee, and in this moment, there's like a little bit of clarity in my eyes as I'm like very frustrated. Oh, and I'm going to hand Lee a little black box, and I'm going to get real close to his ear, almost uncomfortably close to his ear. They're writing whole serial reels. And I'm going to like push away. Here it is morning. Gazunheit. And I'm going to stand up. <laughs> and I'm going to attempt to, uh, now freed of my burden, I'm going to attempt to jump into the back of this thing again. Okay, Bailey, are you still standing by the door or are you doing something else? Yeah, so I was going to try to... Because my, my quick pushing of buttons wasn't going <laughs> to work out very well. So he's going to take, take a quick bit to um, maybe use his skill to locate controls or even like maybe hack into the warbot or program it and Excellent. just shut the door. Okay, well, what I would like you to do is to represent your familiarity with the warbot. If you could make a bot ops and maintenance role, if you don't have that role hardware, and let's see if you can find your way to the bot brain. Okay. Let's see how this goes. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Do you want to spend perversity <laughs> to fail less bad? I mean, that's pretty. That's pretty decent. That's a pretty good one. Hey, don't take Ryan's shtick. His shtick yeah, is my, rolling terribly. Um, so, <laughs> Bailey, you have a little wander around the labyrinth of the interior of the Mark IV. Now, you don't find the bot brain. What you do find, though, is the small perimeter defense robots that the Mark IV has inside of it. And um, these things, if you can imagine, they look like very small Daleks and they're armed with very small but very effective sort of uh, death ray things. Can you roll me a d20, please? Now, ordinarily, that wouldn't kill you outright as these little death rays strike you, but as your good friend Judar has already doused you with napalm, from outside, you can hear uh, zapping and then Bailey's strangled scream, and then Bailey falls silent. Sasha, your new clone turns up. Jude, back at the, the briefing room. Citizen Jude R, you have been remiss in your duties yes. as a team leader. Please return to the hangar and ensure the success of your mission. At once, friend computer. And I'll take, I'll take off uh, sprinting back to the, 
By the time Jude turns back up at the hangar, Bailey also turns up, Sasha also turns up as well, and you just take a few minutes to get accustomed to the situation. Uh, ba- ba- Bailey, what was all that? Were you trying to investigate the internals of the Mark IV? I have a question because I think that was all five of my clones. You Wait, six. Have, yeah, six is yeah. your last clone. Oh, six is your last? Yeah. Okay, I thought yeah. it was five, not six. Um, Immediately try and kill Bailey's last clone. Right. <laughs> what would force you to do that uh, to the objections of your teammates? Seemed like the, the safest place was inside the Mark IV itself. You, you all were attacking each other and being traitorous. Was there perhaps some form of like security reason why you wanted to go in there? Because I don't think any of us were being traitorous. I mean, there was a lot of people <laughs> shooting at each other. But, but yeah, nobody was shooting at you. <laughs> why were you uh, Well, why were you trying to close yourself inside? Yeah, why were you pressing all them buttons? And those uh, buttons were not colors we're allowed to press. Yellows. Violets. Uh, if I'm being honest with you, I am colorblind. <laughs> Fully colorblind. <laughs> Have you reported this to friend computer? Yes, friend computer knows. Uh, okay, because he can make you a clone that's not colorblind. Perhaps we should get rid of this clone, expunge it, and then your next clone will be uh, will be fully color sighted. Who who votes? Everyone, raise your hand. Uh, yeah, vote, vote yes. Yeah, yeah. Vote tech no. services. This yeah. is a tech service. Yeah, tech services will yeah. take care of this one. All right, that's four, four, and then uh, against. There's a hiss of steam and Mark Four's door. Closes. I am now fully operational once again. And to further elaborate upon my superiority, my neutronium enhanced blast armor can withstand a direct hit from a tank nuke shell at a distance of 600 yards. And to further. There's a clunk. <laughs> and lying on the ground beside one of Mark IV's treads is a two-metre-wide, grey, multi-pronged device, and it appears to have just fallen off the Mark IV. Your chronobot buzzes. Only six hours remaining. Thank you for listening to Me and My Shadow Mark IV, a Paranoia actual play podcast. Thanks have to go to our wonderful cast of players slash voice actors. They are, in no particular order, Alex Adams as Jude R, Guy Adams, no relation, as Sasha R, Paul Page as Bailey R, Ryan Mossberger as Tony R, John Cohen as Lee R, and of course Keely Wilson as The Computer. Some of these folks have podcasts of their own. I heartily recommend taking a listen to them and there will be links in the show notes. This actual play is a cut-down version of the original Me and My Shadow Mark IV published by West End Games in the supplement Acute Paranoia way back in 1986. It was also republished for Paranoia XP in the excellent supplement Paranoia Flashbacks by Mongoose in 1985. 
Now the full version of this game would take considerably longer to play and record and, if I'm completely honest, I'm not sure our intrepid troubleshooters would last that long. However, if you're a budding paranoia GM or you just like a good read, I heartily recommend getting your paws on this adventure. Your players will love and hate you in equal measure for running it. The only thing you won't find in the published material are the joyful characters our cast are playing. I'm afraid they're all the product of my own rather fevered mind. These actual plays are a regular addition to the Roll to Save lineup, with new episodes appearing every month. We hope you enjoy them. In fact, we've had good feedback, so that's why we've chosen to do another one. If you would like to get in touch with us, please find us on Twitter at SavePodcast or email us at roll.2.save.pod at gmail.com. You can also find us on Facebook by searching for Roll to Save. We're always on the lookout for new cast members, so if you fancy giving Paranoia a try, let us know. And remember, stay alert, trust no one, keep your laser handy. The computer is your friend.